0: Yeah, you, have, you hear sometimes people talk about it's the journey, it's not the destination and many things in life.
1: It's the climb, as Miley would say.
0: <laughs> I love her so always quote, like very big pop culture songs to us. And we all look back with these like blank
2: faces. <laughs> like none of us know what she's <laughs> oh, talking about. Oh, you
1: know that song. I really you don't. do, you I, don't I know do. This. I, will, I will raise my it. hand and
2: say I, I have heard that song. Travis, Travis is pretending he that he's it. like on a
0: wrecking ball right now, swinging around the opposite.
1: <laughs> See, you know wrecking ball. I know that, I know that song,
2: yes. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Buzzcast, guys. Uh, super glad you're with us. We have myself, Travis, Alvin as well, and standing in for the illustrious Kevin co-founder is our very own Priscilla. Hello, welcome to Buzzcast.
1: Hello, those are big shoes to fill that Kevin wears.
2: Well, you are sitting at the head of the table, so we'll just... Uh, yeah, you're in the Kevin spot. But that's okay, you you, feel, intimidating it, you feel it well. You, you are, your presence is is a positive influence in this in this episode. Oh,
1: thanks, guys. Or Travis, good stuff, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Alvin didn't say anything nice, but...
2: So, we've got some cool content coming up for you guys that we want to make sure that you know about. Alvin, why don't you... Uh, kind of tease out a little bit what people can expect later this year from our uh, content calendar. Well,
0: we've got a lot of posts coming up. We've got some podcasts, but the big one that I think you're setting me up for is we're doing an eight-part YouTube video series on how to start a podcast where we walk through the entire thing. And it's something we wanted to do for a while, but it's a pretty big project. And so... After a couple of our videos started doing well on YouTube, we went, okay, we need, we need to do this before the end of the year. Um, so wrote a bunch of scripts, like 10, 12 minutes long each, and we really want to make it so somebody could start the series, do a couple things after it, and by the end of the series, they're totally launched and their podcast is ready to go. Hopefully, the it'll be nice for the support team. I know you guys get some crazy questions like, how do I start a podcast? You're like...
1: <laughs> That's not really that crazy of a question. Well... That's pretty normal, but we do get ones. how to go viral. Yeah. And then we get ones like that. Exactly. Or, or like, you know, what are, what are, I don't know, podcasts. There are people that are very confused about the what is podcast. So what is podcast? That's yeah, that's it. That's good. But, um, yeah, it'll be exciting. I'm excited to be able to send those videos out to yeah. people. Yeah. The hope it'll would be, be that
0: most of those questions are answered. Maybe not like how to go viral. <laughs> but most of the questions are answered so you can drop someone into the series and they would uh, mm-hmm. be able to, you know, kick it off right there.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people write in and say, how do I launch? Like, what's the process of launching? And so that will be really good because... Video 8. Video 8. Oh, I think, okay. Yeah.
2: I believe that's correct. Yes. Video yeah. 8. Yeah.
1: So I'll just respond and say Video 8 and <laughs> hopefully they'll know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. So maybe we'll put some links in there, but yeah, that's, uh. well, I guess that's the full teaser right there, but we're going to do some videos and we're excited to launch them. Probably most people listening to this podcast are a little bit farther in the journey. But when you have people reach out to you and say like, what do I do? Instead of trying to walk them through the entire process yourself, you can just send them the videos and say, Hey, here's where to start. Any questions you have, you can ask me because as soon as you launch a podcast, the most common thing you get is people asking, Hey, how do I start? And so maybe this will be a good resource for you to share.
2: Absolutely. And last year, we launched the How to Start a Podcast podcast. And then before that, we had a, a full write-up guide on how to make a podcast. And so, but, but when you incorporate video, what we're excited about with the video element is you can do some things visually that you can't do on a podcast episode, right? Yeah, and so, like- we're able to show examples. We're able to kind of uh, flesh it out a little bit better than we would just with audio. Um, so, we think, we're really excited about it. We think it's going to be a great resource. And uh, for anyone that is just getting started, or if you wanna make sure you have all your T's crossed and your I's dotted, just like make sure you didn't miss anything in the process of starting your own podcast, then this video series is gonna be really fantastic for that. So Mm -hmm. definitely excited about that. And then when it comes out, we'll definitely let you know here on Buzzcast. So one thing that I've noticed about podcasting, just as an observer and as a podcaster, is that there's, there's really like three seasons of podcasting. There's the initial like super excitement. I have an idea. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to share it. It's going to be awesome. Right. And so you launch your first episode, your second episode, your third episode, things are going well. And then season two, things kind of plateau a little bit, right? Your numbers aren't going up as much. The you're not as excited about jumping into the edit as you used to be. And then on the other side of that, you know, that there's, you know, a point in time where things will start to pick up. Um, and and your show will continue to grow, but often there's this plateau period where a lot of people can feel stuck, both emotionally, like not really as excited about this podcast as I was when I first started, and then also just from a you know an audience perspective, like your audience isn't growing as much as it was at the beginning. And so I thought it would be good just to talk about that because it's a reality that most podcasters will face at some points, and uh, just some things that we think are helpful. To, to help push through that and just make sure that, yeah, just, just to stay on the path, the, the long-term perspective, and, uh, and just to be able to push through that period.
0: You know, when you started talking about it, it reminded me a lot of Seth Godin's book, The Dip, and pretty much the whole premise of the book, not, I hope I summarize it right, is everything has, a lot of things have this predictable pattern where you're really excited and you get into it and then the excitement wears off and things get hard, and then you go into the dip. And then, if you're able to push through that stage, you get to these really great rewards later, and things start getting better and better. But it's in a relationship, it's after the infatuation stage. It, with a new car, it's once you're starting to make your third payment. And a lot of things, you know, you're trying to learn um, piano, and now you. It, you're not just learning new notes. You're trying to learn like this difficult piece, but you can't play anything that great. And that was actually right when I quit piano, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you can make it through, it's great. And podcasting, it almost can maybe be even more difficult sometimes because you can be in a spot where you're like, wow, there's only five people who listen to my show. Um, You know, maybe it's a little bit more, but maybe it's not that many you know, there's not a lot of people listening. I don't know anyone who does it, so nobody can affirm me. Mm. And I just feel like an abject failure, and I'm probably just a nut who's kind of trying to this show, and it's not working. And there, so it really is like this deep lull, you know, this this really deep dip. Um. Yeah, do we want to go to advice, or I'm just, maybe I'm yeah, just kind no. of saying that Yeah, any, no,
2: any tips you have as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I know with our courses that that's why we've always started off by saying, what is your, why, why did you actually start a podcast? Because you have to keep that in front of you. Um, I know for, you know, I use my, I'll use my piano as the example of me quitting something (laughs) for me. Like I had no, why the, why was when I was little, my grandmother wanted to teach me piano and then my mom really wanted me to be musically inclined and I had no, why And so the minute that it got difficult, all I did was like, try to avoid it. And so it didn't work. And if podcasting, the only thing you want is to be really big and famous. The minute that you see that's not really working out, you're going to quit. But if your why is I really love Marvel comics or something, and you're just talking about Marvel comics all the time, it won't really matter if it's this tough part where only 20 people are listening because you're going to go. I love them so much. I'm happy to talk about them to these 20 people. And if it grows, it grows. If not, it doesn't. Um, So you really got to have that passion and that really believing like there's something you really want to do with this podcast and keep that why in front of you.
1: Yeah. And so I guess that's that goes into why it's so important to really when you're picking your topic, have something that you really, truly could talk about Mm -hmm. a lot, because if you get to that plateau and then you're like, oh, well, maybe I don't like talking about Marvel as much as I thought I did, um, then it might be harder to like get back into it. Um, so choosing that why in the first place and figuring out what that topic is that really you're passionate about where that's going to be sustained is really important.
0: Yeah. You you hear sometimes people talk about it's the journey. It's not the destination and many
1: things in life. It's the climb as Miley would say.
0: (laughs) I love Rosal. Always quote like very big pop culture songs to us, and we all look back
2: with these like blank faces, like none of us know what she's <laughs> oh, talking you about. You
1: know that song? I really you don't. Do, you I, song? I this. do. I know. I will. I will raise my it. hand and
2: say I. I have heard that song. Travis, Travis is
1: pretending he that he's it. like
0: on a wrecking ball right now, swinging around the
1: opposite. <laughs> See, you know, wrecking ball. I know. Ball. I know accurate. that song. Yes. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, but you've gotta you've gotta enjoy the journey. If you aren't enjoying the process of recording and talking to the few people that will write back and, you know, going through the editing process and growing, if you're not enjoying that, it won't really, it's not gonna do it for you when you go, wow, 100, 500, hundred, five hundred, thousand subscribers. You'll just be that person who's waiting for the next, you know, the next exciting milestone and then you're instantly gonna go past it. Well, you've got to enjoy the process. And so if you can't find something that's somewhat enjoyable for you, um, then it's going to be tough to sustain yourself just on those like milestone moments. Yeah. And I
2: think something that I think about too is that it's just in our human nature that once we achieve something, we achieve a goal that we had, it's not like we're like, cool, I made it. All we do is just move the goalpost back even farther and say, well, now this is the next thing. That I need to accomplish in order to feel like fulfilled and purposeful mm-hmm. and things like that, um, and I was listening to a, a relatively new podcast called The Happiness Lab, which actually is a fantastic. I, podcast. I've
0: been listening to it. Have you
2: really? I've listened yes. to it like
0: first six episodes. Yeah, it's oh, really good. It's it
2: really really good. Um, but uh, one thing they talk about on on the Happiness Lab is how happiness like our experiences of happiness of like feeling happy are moments in time, but it's easy to chase those as like a continuous state of being, which Mm -hmm. isn't, which isn't actually how our body functions. Right. So it'd be like the first time you had ice cream, it was amazing. But if you had ice cream every 10 minutes of your life, you would hate it and you would have to have more ice cream, more intense ice cream in order to get that same feeling from the first experience. Mm. Um, And so just making sure that when you're trying to figure out like what is my relationship to my podcast and how it's growing and how it's doing that you just want to make sure that what you're focusing on is not those highs of like hitting these huge numbers, um, or like landing this huge guest because that will happen every once in a while, but that can't be your main motivating factor for why you're podcasting. You know, if that is, then you're always chasing, you're always chasing the next podcast high. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and those come really few and far between.
0: Yeah, I have you ever heard uh, Nick Saban, the coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide?
2: I'm, fam- <laughs> I'm familiar with him. I am familiar with him. <laughs> Damn, a- knows about everything. <laughs> I'm over here wearing an Auburn Tiger <laughs> shirt, so yes, I'm very familiar.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not wearing anything Georgia, but uh, I'm familiar with big comebacks at the end of games by <laughs> Nick Saban's teams. Um, but one thing he does, he said like after they win a national championship. He's like, I celebrate for, it was only like three days. He's like, I let myself enjoy it for three days then you get back to work. And I was like, Oh, that is just, that's brutal. You know, you're doing these, you're one of the most celebrated coaches of all time. And he's saying like, Oh, nothing will ever be good enough. Like even winning back to back to back championships will only ever be worth nine days off of enjoying myself. And you know, he, he probably personally, he must love the, the grind, you know, loves the coaching, loves the recruiting and all that because, you know, one day or three days of celebration a year are not enough to sustain you through something as tough as coaching a college football team.
2: Yeah. So just a couple of tips though, if you're feeling like you're in a plateau and you've lost some excitement, you lost some motivation and your audiences is, isn't growing, um, just a couple of practical things that you can try to kind of spice things up a little bit. Uh, number one, change your show a little bit. So introduce a new segment. If you don't have interviews, try incorporating interviews. If you do have interviews, try to do some solo episodes. Um, change something about the episode structure to give you something new to work on, something new to edit. Because I know it can, be, it can be kind of dry when you're like approaching the same podcast week in and week mm-hmm. out, and it's like, all right, I've done this 50 million times. Here's another one. Um, and it can kind of lose that, that freshness. And so just changing your podcast a little bit can like for you just feel really great. Like, okay, I'm going to do something a little bit different this week. I'm gonna do a little experiment, see how this goes. And then the other thing would be whatever your marketing strategy is, try a different one, right? So if your marketing strategy is, I'm just going to post everything on social media all the time. And you feel like that's not getting you some traction, then shift it and be like, okay, well, I'm going to try and go on five podcasts this Mm -hmm. month. Right, I'm going to find five podcasts that are related to mine, and I'm going to you know try and be a guest on their show and see if that can help boost the numbers. Because I think sometimes it's it's we we can get stubborn and thinking like this is what I have to do in order for my podcast to reach my goals. But often it's just approaching the same problem from a different angle and a different perspective is all you need to kind of get around that hump and that hurdle.
1: Yeah, and check out conferences. There are a lot of really great conferences, podcasting you know conventions and conferences that are so like inspirational um, and motivational to get you back into the, you know, into the flow. So I know that I've gone to a lot this year and I feel like I talked to people at these conferences and they're always like, Oh, this is such a good motivational, you know, thing for me. And now I'm going to go back and I'm all, you know, re-energized to get podcasting again. And so find one. There's so many good ones that you can go to and get a lot of great information out of and make connections for those interviews.
0: Yeah. The ones we really like, we love podcast movement, Podfest, she podcasts, Flynn con, we go to traffic and conversion every year. There's lots of good ones. There's, yeah. you know, find one nearby you
1: or even like a podcasters meetup. I mean, I know yeah. here in Jacksonville, we, we have podcasters meetups. And so that's just a way to like connect with other podcasters and then, you know, re-energize yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah Cause it really is this like Oh, am I all just, is it just me with the bad, solitary. Y- small yeah. podcast and all the other podcasts are like the massive shows? Cause it can feel like it's all massive shows and you mm-hmm. when really the world is this giant like pyramid. There's mostly small shows at mm-hmm. the bottom and there's a few at the very pinnacle that everyone's heard about the serials and this American life and like Joe Rogan and like Dax Shepard. He-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like Dax Shepard.
0: So those, it's easy to feel like I'm the only one down here trying to figure it out. But when you go to these meetups and you go to conferences, you're going, "Oh, there's so many people do in my shoes. We're all dealing with the same stuff. We're on the same team. Let's go!" Mm -hmm. And you get totally pumped up. Um, yeah one one tip I would get is gonna add to yours, Travis was, um, if you do a solo cast, try bringing on a guest or try getting a co-host for a couple episodes. And you don't have to change the thing long term, but it's kind of fun to have somebody else to chat with and somebody to bounce ideas off of. Maybe someone who will take a little bit of the workload from you. Maybe if you don't love editing, you might try to find someone who actually is super into editing because there are people who love everything. Find people who are good at things you're not good at.
2: So kind of the, the, the second piece of this, talking about trying to break through that plateau, is... Uh, it's easy to feel burned out if you stay in that state for a long period of time of just like grinding it out without really seeing a lot to show for it. Um, and so I wanted to kind of pose the question here. If you're, if you're a podcaster, that's feeling burned out and you're like, I'm not sure if I want to continue doing this podcast or how I should continue or what should change. Um, what would kind of be some, some things to think about as far as, you know, taking a step back and saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not a slave to this podcast. Like I have the ability to. Take a break, do seasons, whatever it is, um, to like make sure that I still really enjoy doing it. Um, but I don't know if you have any idea or if you have any tips for if someone's feeling burned out and feeling like not really sure if I want to keep podcasting or if I want to change it up or do anything like that.
1: Yeah. I feel like what you just said is spot on. Give yourself the freedom to take a break and to end a season and, you know, give yourself some space to start again. Um, with a new, with a new fresh season and give your, I mean, your podcast is your podcast. And so you kind of get to dictate that a little bit. And so giving yourself kind of that freedom to say, okay, I'm going to take a break for a month. And these listeners that I've gained that are these loyal listeners, they're going to, they'll, they'll hang around for a month. If I need to take a break to kind of get back into it.
0: And being honest, like I can think of podcasts that have kind of just disappeared and have gone, man, I wish there were some episodes. I wonder what's going on. If, Somebody came on and was like, hey, guys, you know, this might feel a little burned out with the podcast lately. Here's what I've been working on. Might take a little bit of a break. Um, You know, let me know what you think. I probably would have written in and been like, this is actually a great show. Here's what I love that you do. Here's some ideas. And mostly that burnout comes from a sense of isolation and not having people involved. It might, you know, it's just you're throwing out an opportunity for somebody to write you an email and say, Hey, this matters a lot to me. And if you've got two or three of those, you're not going to feel burned out anymore. You're going to feel energized because, you know, you make a difference and people actually really enjoy the show. Um, As soon as you're kind of reminded those are real people, then you're like, oh, sweet. All right.
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe we're going to do, let's do an episode this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, and just remembering too that like, unless, unless your podcast is paying the bills, which is like a very small fraction of podcasters and it's still in like that hobby side hustle realm. Like there's no, there's no law that says you, you cannot take a break from your podcast. And I think there's a fear involved in like taking a step back that if I take a break, I'll lose everything that I've built, Mm -hmm. that I've worked so hard to create. You know, these, these people that are listening to me every single week, if I don't show up for a couple of weeks, what are they going to think? Are they going to leave? Are they unsubscribe? And then all that work that I did was for nothing. I think that's a real that's a real fear that people can have and a real anxiety around taking a break and taking some some me time to kind of recharge and get refocused and reenergized about it. Um so what would you what would you say to somebody who's who's feeling that way?
1: Oh, well, I was just going to add one thing. I do think that you're right. I don't think you'll lose people just because you need to take a couple weeks off, but I think it is important to let your listeners know that you're taking a couple weeks off and not to just kind of go silent because then you do run into the possibility of maybe people not knowing what's going on and then they unsubscribe. But if you are upfront and honest, like Alvin said about, you know, needing that time off and then taking a couple of weeks, I agree. I think your listeners will hang around.
0: Yeah. Do you ever have a friend who like you don't hear from for a while and then when you talk to them, they're like, yeah, I've been in a really sad spot. You know, no one reached out to me and I was feeling kind of lonely. And you're like, dude, wish I'd heard that earlier because like I was wondering what was going on and I didn't, I kind of wanted to give you your space. You know, maybe the same kind of thing goes for a podcast, like let people know, kind of feeling not, you know, not sure about this podcast, throw it out there, see if people really are loving it, but, uh, maybe some people will write to you and give you some positive feedback.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: If you want to quit a podcast, write support at com, (laughs) and you will get a compliment.
1: Oh yeah. I will send you a compliment. I will listen to some of your episode. I can't guarantee I'll listen to a full episode. But I'll listen to some and I will give you a compliment that is genuine.
0: I'm, I'm now wondering how many
2: of those you're about to get.
1: I will let Albin and Travis know if any come in. So feel f- seriously, feel free to email us and ask for a compliment.
2: Priscilla, you are, <laughs> you be you great. are, you are amazing.
1: <laughs> I'm excited.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's just to kind of wrap up the segment a little bit, it is totally normal to kind of feel worn down and tired and burned out a little bit from the podcast grind. Like it is a lot of work to build a podcast and to have episodes come out consistently. Um, so yeah, if you can if you can find community with other podcasters, whether that's our Buzzsprout Podcast Community Facebook group that we have or a podcast meetup group, um, do what you have to do to kind of like connect with people that understand what you're going through. But then also, you know, if you need to take a break, there's there's no shame in that. There's, there's no shame in saying, I need to take a break for a little bit. To, to kind of get re-energized and reinvigorated to, to jump back into this. Or to say, you know what? I want to go in a different direction. Maybe I mm-hmm. want to try a different podcast. Maybe I want to try, start a YouTube channel. Like, you know, there are so many things that you can do with your creative outlet. Um, and it's totally fine if, if you're feeling burned out to take a break and kind of just look at things from a different perspective and see, uh, you know, what do you really want to do moving forward?
1: Feels like a good time to let listeners know about the archive plan too. Because if you do take a break, you can move to the archive plan and we'll host your episodes and you don't have to upload each each cycle.
2: Talk about that a little bit, Priscilla. What is the archive plan?
1: <laughs> uh, the archive plan is our plan that allows you to host your episodes, like I said, on, on Buzzsprout, um, but it doesn't give you time to upload new content. So it's only $5 a month because the hosting does still cost money. That's why we can't just host for free. Um, but we lowered it to $5 so that you can host and not upload any new content. And then at any point when you're ready to start uploading again, you would just upload an episode and we'll move you back to the, to a plan, to a paid plan. So it's a really, it's a nice option if you know you're going to take a month off, save a couple dollars.
0: Yeah. How do you get onto the archive plan?
1: I think you go in your account, you go to the, my profile section, and then you would, you would click on, um, It's the cancel or redirect option. And then there's a green option that says archive.
0: Yeah. So if you're feeling you need to take a hiatus, you don't want to just give up on it yet. The archive plan, let it run for a bit, take a break, recharge, get pumped, go to a conference, go to a conference, make some
1: new connections,
0: make some new connections, come back and get ready to podcast again. That's good stuff. All right, so Kevin is out today, and he's working on some stuff, and Priscilla has been upgraded to full-time co-host.
1: How exciting.
0: And so why don't we jump into a little bit of a support chat. You can bring us some questions, we can give some answers, and you can correct those answers.
2: I
1: think, I think last, last episode I was on, we called it a support battle. Was it a battle? Someone named it a battle. I
2: named it a battle because I anticipated winning, and then I didn't. So (laughs) we can call it whatever we want to call it. I'm much less bullish on my own own ability to answer these questions Support friendship moment. (laughs) Friendship
1: (laughs) moment. Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay, so yeah, let's have our first support friendship moment. Um, So this is a question that comes in. Kevin is never going (laughs) to leave us in here alone. He's
2: going to be like, what was it with the friendship moment? (laughs) Be like, Kevin, did you not see the bracelet we made you and put on your desk? (laughs)
1: Oh, Oh, man. Um, So the first question that I want to talk about is about RSS feeds. So. RSS feeds are kind of confusing, especially when you're starting out in podcasting, and so a lot of people will write in and say, "I saw that I have to have an RSS feed. How do I get one? Do you give me one? Um, how can I create one if I already have one? Where is it? What does it do? What's its purpose? All of that stuff." So I thought it would be good to talk about that and about RSS feeds, kind of in general, and then specifically where to find yours in your Buzzsprout account. So, what do yep. you guys? What do you guys think?
2: Well, so first you have to venture to the dark web. And Make sure you have at least thousand dollars in ransom money, so you can get an okay. RSS feed. No, that's friendship moment. <laughs> <laughs> totally not true. So, so RSS uh, comes from the blogging days. It stands for really simple syndication.
1: I didn't know that. That's yes, cool.
2: it is actually it's an acronym that stands for something. Um, and so, it's essentially a a way that you could automatically get blog posts brought into a single feed where you could see all the blogs that you follow all on one page. And so podcasting kind of adopted that technology because it's a very similar process. You subscribe to a podcast, and when a new episode comes out, you want to see it, and so it brings it into the app that you listen to podcasts in. So so that's what an RSS feed feed does. Um, And as far as, like, do we give you one, the answer is yes. When you create a podcast with Buzzsprout, we automatically make an RSS feed for you. And so as you start uploading your episodes, as you upload your artwork, submit your podcast to different directories, that RSS feed is there for you. Like you don't have to go out and find it. You don't have to send us more money. Like it's just it's a part of the, mm-hmm. the process of starting and creating a podcast. Um, and then, Albin, do you want to talk about where you can find your RSS feed?
0: Yeah, actually, so I would say, well, I know off the top of my head, but I'm also thinking our whole mentality is that you don't need to know what this stuff is. You know, the right. RSS feed is a bunch of gobbledygook on a website. I mean, it's all, it's XML and it's like open tags and close tags. And it's like, it looks like the matrix. If you yeah, look not, at it. a
1: page if, of raw HTML. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's not readable. And the whole point is that it's created by software so that you don't have to deal with it. And we really don't want you have to think about it at all. So if you're kind of confused about what it is or how to use it, you're in the right place <laughs> because <laughs> what all that we say is upload your podcast, give it a name, give it a description, give it a title, do all that stuff. And then go inside of Buzzsprout to directories. And when you want to get an Apple podcast, click get listed under Apple podcast. So when you want to get into Google podcast, click get listed. When you get want to get into Spotify, you click get listed. And then we walk you through the process. We don't say go set up and create an RSS feed and do all this other junk. We say, the minute you need that URL, we're going to say, click copy. And now it's in your, you know, now you mm-hmm. have it. Click paste and you're done. And, you know, that actually one of the main things that software should be doing for you in any realm is removing all the complexity that you don't really need to know about. And one of the bummers about podcasting has been for so long, we've been so techy that we've kind of, scared off a lot of people who'd be making really cool shows who may not be, you know, tech gurus and um, more into kind of the nerdier aspects. So I think now podcasting the barriers to entry are kind of going down a little bit and, make, and we're actually seeing a lot, you know, more diverse audience. Mm-hmm. I think that's a real positive. Um, so don't think about it. That's maybe my answer is like, <laughs> don't worry about your RSS feed. Just go to directories and walk through our steps. And when you need to have it, we are going to give it to you right at the right time.
1: Yeah, and sometimes, I think there are sometimes when you're submitting to directories that are outside of the ones that we have on your directories page in Buzzsprout, you might need that RSS feed. So I am going to tell you where to find it in case for some reason you need it, which is just by going to your directories page and clicking on the RSS feed tab. And then it's right there, you can copy it. Um, But sometimes people will stumble across that page and see the page of raw HTML and kind of get nervous that they're, their listeners are getting this page that right. makes no sense. Um, so Is they this think a it's virus? Right. Well, it looks crazy, you know, if you're not used to it and if you're not, if you don't know what you're looking for. So, um, yeah, it's on your directories page if you need to find it. But like Alvin said, most of the time, we have it built in for you so you don't even have to worry about it.
2: I thought we did a good job, Albin. Nice. Answering All right. the question. Did we do a good job, Priscilla? That was a
1: great friendship moment. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay. Um, the next question Is about your episode order. Um, So I wanted to talk about how we decide on the order of your episodes um, within your account. So what kind of dictates that order and then how you can reorder your episodes if you want to do that.
0: Yeah. So first think about what order you actually want them to be in and why you want them in that order. You know, a couple of the reasons might be if you're doing a, a show that's just a periodic once a week show, Well, you want the newer episodes to be at the top and people to see those and the older episodes to be at the bottom and you just kind of moving forward. And so that's pretty easy because as you upload new ones will go to the top automatically. You don't even think about it. What you run into are some issues when people want to upload a whole season and they're uploading them out of order or they're editing, deleting old episodes, bringing up old ones Mm -hmm. and mixing them up. Um, so You know, maybe think about why you want them in a different order. Often it really is just most recent should be at the top. Um, I I don't want to jump into everything. I'm leaving a little bit out here for (laughs) Travis. Maybe I'll leave you the Apple stuff Um, inside Buzzsprout. The way to order them is by your upload or by the published date. Yeah. And so you can upload a bunch and then say, publish them in this order. And we will order them by the published order. And that's how they'll go in. Um, if multiple are uploaded on the same day, then we're doing...
1: Published on the same day.
0: Exactly. Yep. Published on the same day. Then we're going to do alphabetical order. It-
1: I don't think so. I think that um, if you upload them on the same day, it's last edited.
0: Oh. It will push mm-hmm. it
1: to the top. Alphabetical is not... I don't think that's part of it. I think It's, it's been a long publishing. time
0: since I was uh, yeah. running support.
2: That's all right. Yeah, So, so I'm pretty sure that it's... So let's say that you... Uh, are launching a podcast and you want three episodes to come out on the same day. That's part of your launch push, which is not uncommon. And you're like, whoa, episode three is before episode two. How do I Mm -hmm. switch the order to make sure they're in the right order? Yeah, let's say
0: your name is George Lucas
2: and you started with episode (laughs) four.
1: (laughs) Where's Tom when you need him for this episode?
2: (laughs) Then then what you can do, what I've done in the past, because I've run into this problem, um, is you can either backdate the other episodes. So, like, let's say that you're launching all three on a Wednesday. You can make episode two backdated to Tuesday, and episode one backdated to Monday. Mm-hmm. So that even though, let's say, it comes out on November third, the episode would say November first, mm-hmm. and then that would guarantee that episode one is going to be before episode two, before episode three. Yeah, that's one way you could do it. Um, the other way that you could do it would be to go in and edit the episode that you want to appear at the top and then save it and when it refreshes it'll do that. That's not as clean. Yeah. That's kind of like a hack to get your feed to look a certain way. If
1: it's really important that they're all published on the same day. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um so that's so that's what I would that's what I would recommend if you run into that very specific problem. Um but then what Albin alluded to as far as Apple was that when you organize your podcast episodes in Buzzsprout, that does not mean that does not override the listeners settings in their podcast app so with apple if you say you have a serial podcast then they're going to organize it a little bit differently than if you have an episodic podcast um and if the user says i want these episodes at the top of my feed even if they're it's not the most recent apple will honor that over how you have your feed set up Um, so if it really matters the episode order then I would just make sure that you have an episode number associated with the episode. And then like in the audio file, say, hey, this is episode 23. And so the listener knows, okay, this is episode 23. I missed 22. Let me go back and find it. Um, That's something you can do just to clue them in, no matter what app they're listening on or what settings they have set up in that. Um, And then, but if it's not, then you don't have to make a a huge deal out of making sure that everything comes out in exactly the correct order. Because at the end of the day, when somebody finds your podcast, and they're like listening to your back catalog. They're they're more than likely just going to be skimming through and looking for titles that are appealing to them. And so it's really just for when you're first getting started and then as you push out episodes um you know it's it's not it's not as big of a deal, I guess as as we can make it out to be.
1: Yeah, and one just last thing to say too is that when you if you want to change the published date of your episode to to fix the order um when you go to the episode to actually change that date, you're not going to click the big green edit button um, to change like content in the episode. You're going to edit that directly in the publishing box. That's kind of on the right side of the page. That's a separate editing. And so sometimes that can throw people off a little bit that they click the edit button and they don't know where to change that date, but that's kind of done separately in that publishing box. So just keep an eye out for that when you're, when you're changing your publish date.
0: Yeah. One other best practice is sometimes people put a, big number in the beginning of their title for every episode. Mm-hmm. So it was like episode four, nine, two episode four, nine, three. And it, Apple has said they've never, they never like kicked it up. They don't kick podcasts out for this, but they have said, you know, it's not really the best experience um, for people to have like tons of numbers in their title. Like they'd rather the title be clean and be actually show you what the episode's about. And so they have that feel that Travis was talking about. So Use that field if you're really tempted to put in numbers. Mm-hmm. Try not to put those in your title. It really isn't the best way to do it. And hopefully we get more adoption of the actual episode numbers um, taking precedent. And they just look prettier in the podcast apps. And
1: so cleaner, it's, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, there are certain apps that take that field, that specific field, which is if you're going through and uploading your episode, you have like season number, episode number. Um, certain apps will pull that in, like Apple Podcasts. And then others... Don't yet. So, um, but yeah, over time, we expect that more and more people will adopt that. Um, Apple kind of sets the bar as far as how podcast apps work and then others quickly catch up to what they're doing. Um, And so same thing with chapter markers. When they started supporting chapter markers, all these other podcast apps started doing that as well. So if you need to put a a episode number in your episode, then use that field. Um, But if it's not something that's super important, you can totally get away with, not having it, and it won't it won't ruin the experience for your listeners.
1: Cool, that's all the questions I have, I just have two today.
2: Those were good questions though, Priscilla. Thanks. Ho- hopefully we helped you guys out. If you have a question that you would love for us to talk about, then click the link in the show notes. There's a little form, a one question form, you can say, hey, I want you to talk about this on a future episode of Buzzcast, and, and we will bring it into the discussion of, of what kinds of things we wanna cover. And if you're not already a part of our Buzzsprout podcast community on Facebook, make sure that you go and join that as well. We're about to hit four thousand members soon, which is nuts, but it's been super cool. Um, we just had a new post go out today where people were uh, talking about how to find guests with each other and like connecting, and and that was really cool. Seeing like over a hundred comments in the first two hours.
1: Yeah, I was reading through those today, and it just it was like so fun i don't know for me to look at it and just see these connections being made um was just really encouraging i thought oh how great this community is it really is a very cool community so you should join it if you're not already part of it it's very encouraging
2: yes absolutely only good people in there so um but yeah thanks for sticking around with us for another episode of buzzcast and we'll catch you on the next one